Today's episode of the Buttecast is brought to you by Thriftway Superstops. You know what my favorite thing about Thriftway is? The Mountain Dew always tastes just like Mountain Dew. That cannot be said for the fountain drinks at other convenience stores. Thriftway, though, makes sure to take care of the little things that are not always so little. Join the Thriftway Loyalty Club and every sixth fountain drink is on the house. You can also rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app today and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh brewed coffee, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon on top-tier conical fuel every single day. Thriftway Superstops, a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Woo-hoo! Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Proud to be from Butte, America, USA. The Thatcher family is one of the biggest and most well-known families in town. I always kind of thought of them as the Earps, like like the Earp brothers from the movies. At least the five brothers remind me of the Earp brothers from the movies. That's John, Gene, Bob, Mike, and, of course, Chunky. I've known Chunky for a long time. He was my eighth-grade basketball coach, and he got me to rebound and play defense, two things that I never thought I could do. He always had us laughing quite a bit. One of my favorite things about being a sports writer in Butte over the last uh, 25 years was watching Chunky and Leah's children play sports. They were always competitive, super competitive, always entertaining, and always, like every Thatcher I know, tough. Hattie, she might be my favorite. She was the feistiest of them all. Great player in softball, volleyball, and basketball. She left Montana Tech as the school's all-time leader in assists and steals. In my mind, she's one of the three best high school passers I've ever seen play basketball. The other two are Curtis Smith and her little sister, Chloe Thatcher, who now plays at Rocky Mountain College. I admire Hattie's honesty and passion inside and outside of the sporting arena. That is why I was so excited to see that she ran for the Butte Silver Bowl Council of Commissioners two years ago. She was elected to represent District 3. Listening to this podcast as we talk to Hattie Thatcher about growing up a Thatcher and what that all involved you know, going back to the whole herb thing. We talk about playing basketball and volleyball and softball at Butte High, playing hoops at Montana Tech, winning the state softball title at Butte High. We talk about whether or not she will run for a bigger office. She says she won't, but I bet she does. At least, I sure hope she does. Hattie is the first Thatcher on the Butte cast, and she won't be the last. If you have any other suggestions of people you'd like to see on the Butte cast, just drop me in line and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. My email is full 74 at gmail.com. It's F-O-L-E-S-7-4 at gmail.com. Also, tell a friend about the podcast. Tell all your friends about the podcast, your family. Show people how to download the app. You can listen to uh, this podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify or, or the link at butecast.com. Now, let's listen in as we get to know the feisty Hattie Thatcher. All right, Hattie Thatcher, we're here at Metals Sports Bar and Grill. The day before, Bob Green and the lovely and talented Pat and Green are going to be the celebrity bartenders. You were the celebrity bartender with your dad, the one and only Chunky Thatcher. Yes, I was. One of the first ones. That was this made been in the second one. I think there was, um, we were the first celebrity bartenders, but at the second case. Okay, so you were the first one. Yeah. Did your dad do any work, or did you have to do all the work? You know, I was actually surprised when I got here. They told us to be here at 8.45, and I got here, and it was like 8.40, and he was sitting at the bar slicing limes, and of course I had to, you know, give him some crap about it because <laughs> I was shocked, and when I was getting, giving him crap, he slit his finger, and no so kidding. he couldn't end up cutting any more limes but yeah he did work actually so. i'm sure it didn't stop him cutting his finger oh no i mean as far no and as he, far as bartending still no yeah it was social hour i they think put a little duct tape us, on it yeah 
Yeah, and I was nervous. Like, did he get like they had to get a band aid because it was bleeding, and I, you know, didn't want him to mess anything up, get any blood anywhere that he shouldn't have it, obviously. <laughs> so, but no, he did a good the job. The bloody berries give a new <laughs> yeah, meaning. Literally, yeah, whole new meaning that day. <laughs> Now, uh, I've always been fascinated by what it must have been like to be one of the kids at that house with seven of you guys at the yeah. dinner table, you know, because I've heard stories of, of course, we've all heard the story of your dad stabbing your Uncle Gino in the forehead with the fork <laughs> and, and, the, and all those incidents we have. But that because uh, it was uh, a tough love kind of thing that because I remember when I think it was Chloe was crying about not getting a basketball after a tech basketball game and Chunky says, don't whine to me. Just go bust your ass and get a rebound. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was always really interesting. I mean, both my parents worked hard, so it wasn't really any fights over food or anything like that. But conversations could get out of hand, usually over something with sports or, I mean, even now, if we sit around at a dinner table, there's always some type of disagreement. We see things yeah. differently. Um, but no, we're we're all really lucky to to grow up with each other and to grow up with our parents and to grow up in Butte, I guess. But um, it was interesting. That's the only way I can yeah. do it, yeah. Well, you guys had to be tough. I mean, there was no way you were going to, one of those seven were going to be a wimp. No, I think I think Sophie's a little bit of a wimp, <laughs> and I will, I will always hold that to be true. But Really? No, we all, um, there was no whining, no crying, always, like you said, tough love type of thing. My mom eased up on us a little bit when, you know, she could see my dad was a little bit too hard sometimes, <laughs> but... No, I think it. I think it really shaped all of us into who we are today, and you know we can handle criticism. Um, we're not. I, at least I'm not really scared of confrontation, and you know we always stand yeah. up for what we think is right. Which probably makes a, a good politician. <laughs> not, not that you're like a really a politician. politician yeah, I don't Local know. council. I don't think that can. You know. Yeah. No. No. I don't but, think of a politician. But that probably makes you probably prepared you for that yeah my dad when I first told him that I was going to run for um council he was like I don't want you to come crying to me when somebody's yelling at you <laughs> and I was like really I think I've uh, known long enough now in my 25 years at the time that I'll be perfectly fine yeah. doing this and so yeah I mean that's definitely paid off um I think I just think we learned a whole bunch towards leadership and, and just being true to who we are and I think it's paid dividends for each of us so. yeah and I, I played one season of basketball for chunk when i was in eighth grade oh, and it was tough yeah, but he he had me rebounding and playing defense two things that no other coach could <laughs> ever make me do no matter how <laughs> so he he did all right and we when we won some you know we beat the other butte central eighth grade team which was probably more talented brody kelly would probably disagree because he was on my team oh, but sure we beat we beat the other team which probably had more talent oh. just because of what you know playing for chunk he'd get you guys to run through a wall you know yeah he has a different way of motivating people that's for sure but i think you know you hear from former players and, and just people that know him that he is a bit crazy but he, you know his intentions are always good and he just wants the best out of you and for you and so yeah, yeah one of my favorite one chunk stories is one of, one of the the brothers the marino brothers said <laughs> hey chunk you remember when you made me cry and he said no son you made yourself cry <laughs> Yeah, and one of the Marino brothers are actually working down at the store for my dad right now. And so I, I just feel like it all comes full circle. I think he has literally made almost every single person he's coached cry. But, again, yeah. well-intentioned, just doesn't always put it in the right way, for sure. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's the best. Of course, my, my son remembers Chunk as the guy who paid him $2 for his last bite of his hot dog while he was standing at the tech tailgate in front of the free hot dog booth. <laughs> yeah, he does weird stuff like that. I mean, sometimes I'm like, Dad, you, people think you're so weird. Like, you've got to tone it down a little bit. But, no, he, he just likes to make people smile and laugh and whatever way he can do that, he, he does it. So. Yeah, and, of course, the reason I wanted to have you on is you obviously one of the best athletes I've oh, I've covered over wow. the years with Butte Sports and then the Montana Standard and then you're you know you're into the commission and all that oh, as yeah. well but I remember the first time I saw you play I because you were what two years behind Alex yep and so I, I watched her play and she was um, way different style than you she yeah, looked she, she was, was calm out in the court <laughs> yeah, she, I'm just kidding yeah. but she was calm yeah I mean she looked calm anyway like they, they always say that about uh bad of girl you know Brooke she looks calm but maybe she's going through Armageddon inside right. you never know what right. people are doing but and then you came out and it, it you reminded me of uh 
Actually, I was started watching it a little bit last night. I was on as a League of Their Own, the little sister, <laughs> yeah. the feisty Kit. little sister. Because <laughs> uh, you went out and it seemed like you're you had the huge pants on back. You guys, the uniforms were big, huge. but you were you were a feisty little player, and you were you were really good right from your freshman. You were not afraid to throw a long three up, and you had a really high shot then, didn't you? Yeah, yes, I, I did. Yeah. And uh, and you and I think you got a technical or two. Oh, or two, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a few more than two. Yeah. And gosh, it's so embarrassing. Like, Alicia LaBrush will never let me live it down. Just like, and thinking back, I mean, my behavior was so bad during, <laughs> like, the few heavy central games. Like, just the environment was so much, and you always look forward to those games. And then I played like a jackass, I guess you could say. No. Sorry, I don't know if I could say oh, that. Oh, you, you could say whatever. <laughs> um, but, no, Alicia will never let me live that down. Mm-hmm. And Alex was much more level-headed and didn't like you say get excited about too much yeah. i mean there are a few times where she'd lose her cool too um but not nearly as bad as i would so but i've grown out of that yeah. I, I loved it though i was my you were you were my favorite player to watch <laughs> oh, that I, I i loved when hattie would come off the bench and he always hit a three and you know it seemed like you yeah because well, am i crazy am i remembering that right you had a really high arch and shot yeah. Yeah, no, and it's crazy because I shot a lot better in high school than I ever did in college. So <laughs> I'm glad we took a different angle in college where I could at least pass. Well, you didn't shoot as much in college, No, I, could, I couldn't. I mean, there t- teams wouldn't guard me because I just couldn't score. I mean, that's realistic. Well, you're, what, 5'5", five, five maybe, something like oh, that? Oh, 5'3". 5'3". You were listed at 5'5 five, five when you signed. Yeah, yeah. That so 5'3 is... Uh, generous. Yeah, and Chloe's quite a bit taller than that, though. Yeah, she's got to be about 5'5", five, five, I'd say 5'6". She's taller than me, so st- I'm the shortest one. Everybody's taller. All right. Yeah. You're, the, you're the shortest of them all, huh? Yeah, of course I am. Probably <laughs> so, the most feisty, though. So yeah, I, I think so. And uh, But you were, I think, uh, the three best passers in high school I can remember in Butte. Our, uh, Curtis Smith was awesome. You probably are way too young to even think about remembering Curtis Smith. I'm sure he played I before you Curtis. were born, but you I, know Curtis. I never watched him play, but yeah. But he was an amazing passer. And then the other two are you and and your little sister. Chloe. Oh, because yeah. you guys are incredibly good passers. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just uh, It's a whole different ball game when you allow yourself to let other people get involved. And, you know, that, that's, I think, everything. I mean, you sit back and you want you want to see other people succeed, and they do succeed, and then you see even more success for yourself. and and everybody and so I think that that was kind of beat into our heads also at a young age and so um, I guess it just kind of grew my uncle John is probably the one who pounded the passing into all yeah. of our heads and he hates when Chloe would never bounce pass and he'd yeah. hate when I do something and he'd always hear about it so yeah of course you know when he's telling you that though it's not like the drunk uncle who's no. doesn't know what he's talking about like it's, most people have he knows what he's yeah. talking about and so you listen and and I mean we listen to our dad and it's just a whole it was a whole family affair. I mean, when any of our uncles told us that we had to do things, our cousins, you know, we'd always listen and take it. Their advice always wasn't put the right way either, much <laughs> like my father's, but I think it always paid off. Yeah, so. yeah J- JT over the years had a few uh, incidents where the the message wasn't put the right way, but it was always the right message. Yeah, oh, that's exactly yeah. how all of them are. I yeah. think maybe my Uncle Mike kind of He's more diplomatic puts it a little than bit any better, of them. but yeah. <laughs> pretty easy put it pretty blunt yes. to the point but that's okay and when you coached uh when you were coaching with central mm-hmm. you reminded me so much of jt when you coached i can't because uh, you're sitting there and you're like don't guard her don't guard you know and just the way you were talking to the players oh, yeah. it just reminded me of the same things i would hear john say when he was coaching the bulldogs and and that's you know we got lucky with my uncle john at central like he'd come out and help out a little bit and you know, you as a coach should always be willing to be open to yeah. the opinions of others, especially someone like Michael John. And so I think just watching him at practice and then obviously growing up watching him, and that that was my kind of style of play was just very straightforward and go at it. And, and so I kind of just carried that over with coaching. Not that it was always right either, yeah. um, but I think that's how it happened. Now, you, uh, you left Tech. You had a great career at Tech. You left Thank as you. an all-time leader in assists and steals. I think so, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Which is weird because I never played defense. So I don't know how that worked. <laughs> and, and I think you led the nation in the, the Scotty Pippen passes where you're inbounding and you bounce it off the girl's back. Oh, yeah. And, and go up for the – because you've done – the Thatcher – that's a Thatcher thing. Chocolate. I've never seen anybody else do it. Really? But that, yeah, I don't uh, – honestly, in all my years of watching Frontier Conference and high school basketball, 
I don't think I've seen anybody do it other than the Thatcher. Oh, Chunk embedded that into our heads in sixth grade at West Junior High. If they were not paying attention, bounce that right off their back and go yeah. score. So I guess, I mean, that's definitely where Chloe got it, where I got it. Sophie had learned a little bit, I think, watching Chloe and I. Um, Bailey would try to try to do it, it just wouldn't always go correctly. But <laughs> not that it always did for us either. But yeah, that was all chunk. Yeah, and it, and that's one of the best things you could do. I mean, that, that's you. I mean, you humiliate the other team. You you know, and it changes the way they play, play defense yeah. the rest of the way. Yep. Yeah, and it's interesting how you know the coach reacts, the refs react. It does. It changes the whole way of yeah. the game. Yeah, because I think Scottie Pippen did that in the NBA Finals one year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was one of the coolest things. But this message is brought to you by Anno Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking, Foley, you twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Buttecast? Well, folks, money talks. Anno Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda, but that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte. And like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast. Really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406 5630121 or email anodesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code Foley Who during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the Buttecast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me, listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. Markovich Construction Incorporated is Southwest Montana's largest and most successful general contracting firm. They employ the best field craftsmen, managers, and support staff, and they maintain the most complete fleet of building construction equipment in the area. Markovich Construction has the construction team to make any project a success. They have a proven successful history of working with owners and design professionals to address any project challenges and they routinely bring in projects ahead of schedule and within budget. Recent projects include the Veterans Home, Burt Mooney Airport, Starbucks, the Ridgewater Water Park, and more. Visit MarkovichCons.com to see some of their recent projects and call 406-494-3901 to let Markovich Construction work for you. Markovich Construction, when performance counts. Dig City Supply has everything you need to cheer on your Montana tech or diggers with the largest selection of locally designed and produced fully licensed apparel and gifts. Bulldog and Maroon fans can shop their huge selection of fan gear for your teams and schools as well as a wide selection of Butte themed items. Modern, classic, wear your pride from Dig City Supply, a division of 5518 Designs located across from the parking garage at 43 West Park Street in Uptown Butte or online at digcitysupply.com. So, so what's better, hitting the three-pointer or, or dishing the, a pass? To oh, no, dishing a, dishing a pass for sure, for sure. I mean, like I said, I wasn't much of a scorer, but it, it was always a way big, way bigger, I guess you could say, momentum change if, you know, you made the pass and, come, yeah. like, somebody comes off, hits a three, hits a big basket, you know, it's always way, way better, but way better feeling. Yeah, and you, you played with some... Some good teams attack and and some really. I mean, I look at those teams at Butte High. That was like right. You were right at the tail end of like the glory run that Butte High had. You got to play with Lexi. I I got to play. Lexi was a. I didn't. Get Isn't to play she a Lexi. senior? Was she a senior? She might have been. A, yeah, she was a senior when I was a freshman. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I was gonna say I thought she graduated in 2010. Yeah, she was a senior when I was a freshman. So she was. I got to play with her. Natalie. Nat. Yeah. I mean, like, and then even younger than me, Sammy McGree. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good. Good few years there. Yeah, I was looking at the, one of the box scores, and it's kind of hard to remember. I just looking at the box score, which year was which, because Sammy, by the time she was a senior, she was probably the best defensive yeah, player I've ever seen. How yeah. good she was. Yeah, and we talked her into coming out because she took the year off after she graduated, and we talked her into mm -hmm. coming and playing at Tech for a little bit. And so she came and played at Tech, and that was that was so cool. So. Yeah. She's such a good player. Oh, she's a good player, a good person, great family. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and Erica McLeod was on that yeah. team too. Yeah, Haley Hoagland, Mariah Richardson, yeah. Bailey. And and that's uh, 
there was a time when I, I remember talking to Jeff Arnson after, and he said he did a good job coaching because he had the three Thatcher girls playing at the same time and there wasn't a fist fight on the court. <laughs> oh, uh, that, that's a very true statement because we've had our fair share. But you could tell you were mad at each other sometimes. Oh, yeah, you court. always could, for yeah. sure. Bailey got kicked out of practice one time because <laughs> she was being crazy. And I wasn't innocent either, but they just didn't catch me in yeah. the action, so. And, and Bailey, is she still the toughest of the, the Thatchers? Um. I would say yes, probably. I still not, I'm not scared of her, but yeah. Yeah, you're not scared of her. I remember when you guys were you were on that softball team that went to Delaware for the World Series. Yep. And we were sitting right here, and you guys were on our radio show uh-huh. on KBOW, and I asked you and Alex were on together, and I asked which one's the toughest. I, I was thinking out of the two of you, oh. figured you both would. I'm Bailey. tougher, you know, I'm tougher, and you both looked at each other and then looked back and said Bailey at the <laughs> yeah. same time. I think she just has a short fuse like my dad, and so people don't really mess with her. I mean, yeah. she has a little bit grown out of that too, but no, she's definitely the toughest. Yeah, and I've seen some uh, was it Twitter videos over the years where some of the some of the siblings were where Bailey was picking on, on no. get, getting one of the younger ones to cry. <laughs> yeah, she made Sophie cry one time because she told her that she or her hair was Bailey dyed her hair and it didn't look good, and so he cried over that. <laughs> Bailey's like gone super overboard at family game night her and tucker that video has circulated social media several times and it's pretty funny but yeah no it's insane yes so any games that stand out to you when you played at butte high i i remember your hellgate you had like 14 assists right before christmas year i think it was your senior year yeah that was my senior year yeah i mean that was fun um you know one of the ones that always sticks against sentinel we lost to get in the state championship that always bums me out i i don't know why i think about that all the time but we just had such a good crew that it was probably, you know, a huge letdown that we never made it work. Um, always to be high beat central games, like those are just yeah. the funnest games to ever play in. And there were some good ones back in those days mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I know we always go back, even when I was coaching at central, it was fun to kind of go at each other like, oh, we beat you this year, we beat yeah. you this year. And yeah, so, I mean, those are always the funnest games. That's like what I would love to tell, I mean, any kids in high school is, you know, you don't see it, people sticking it out as much anymore, and you know they don't take the criticism, and things are just harder, which I understand. Um, but for moments like playing in the Butte High Beach Central game and with your friends and friends from your other school, it's always so worth it to just hang on. Imagine what that has to be like when you're playing in the, in a close game at the Civic Center when almost every seat in the gym is filled. It's got to be most fun you could ever have. Oh, it's so fun! And then you have students from both sides that make the game even more intense and more fun, and the best part about it is like your friends after the game, no matter yeah. what. And, and it's funny, like Alicia and I were not like that good of friends in high school. And um, so like I said, now to this day, I'll never live down the way I yeah. behaved according to her <laughs> yeah. in, in a VIP center game. And so, yeah, I think that that, I think it's just really special. You get those moments on your on the court and then afterward you have moments with your friends too. So. Yeah, that's why I've been trying to convince my son. He didn't. Uh, he says football wasn't fun as a freshman, and he doesn't want to play next year. And I'm like, you gotta, you're gonna regret that regret the rest it. of your life if you don't play. And I remember that I actually didn't want to play my senior year of basketball at Tech. I was just burnt out over it, and my dad was everybody. I guess not just my dad was on me. Like this is ridiculous. You have one year, you're gonna regret it. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I had that year with my friends. I had that year of basketball school was paid for um just it would have been crazy for me to quit and i i just think the whole culture is a little bit different now and granted i think kids and and people and parents go through different things and and times are a little bit different but it's just so worth it to just try to make it work and and you ended up uh, graduating tech Mm -hmm. what did you what kind of degree did you i graduated in business with an emphasis in marketing and management and you were uh, you had great grades at butte high and yeah, I think what you have like a, I was just reading the story when you signed with Tech. They, I think it was a three nine. Yeah, I think something. And close you're on National Honor Society and yeah. so many time academic all state, like pretty much every every year, time. pretty much. I think, yeah. I don't know. You ask Miss Julie Johns how good of a student I was my <laughs> senior year. She probably disagree. <laughs> Nobody's a great student as a senior year. So, but no, I mean, school is important. I, that's always been an emphasis in, on from both my parents is that comes first no matter what sports doesn't matter friends yeah. school is always gonna be first. And wh- how many times you end up lettering a Pita? It's got to be ten or eleven at least. I right? think eleven. I think the only sport I didn't letter in all four years was volleyball. Yeah. I didn't letter my freshman year. 
That's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. There now, are people that have done more, so yeah. that's cool. Is basketball, was that your favorite sport? Um, I loved softball, obviously, uh -huh. in high school because I played with Alex and all of our magic crew and family yeah. growing up. Um, I loved playing for Mr. Bergman and Brianna and all those guys, Gia. So I love volleyball. In basketball, I think I think it was just probably what I was good at. Um, I mean, I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite in yeah, high school, no. Really? Yeah. You were good at all of them, by oh, the way. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you were. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> because, uh, well, you're one of the best. Penisco will say the same thing, oh. and Bruce will say the same thing. You're one of the best center fielders Butte's ever had. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, yeah. I don't know. That was, it, was just always so fun. And, and it was rewarding being with everybody. Was winning the championship in 2011, is that one of the coolest things you've ever been part of? By far one of the coolest things coming from behind. I mean, it was just kind of the icing on the cake. We, I mean, we had won state championships in ASA, and we went to the World Series for, in Delaware for softball, and then kind of just the last shebang with the seniors, Alex and Callie Bosch and those guys. Um, that was just kind of it. We won it, and that was it was just an end, a good end to it. Yeah, I was, uh, Bruce covered that. And I was covering Central. I, I remember I drove to, it was the year of the floods. Yes, it was. I drove all the way to Miles City to watch Central score one run. Yeah. I, I think it was a Taylor Sykowski home I run was the only been, yeah. only run of the of the tournament for him. Yeah. And uh, but I was just getting the updates all the time and talking to Coach Patrick about you know what because he was asking about Butte High and and that McDonald was it McDonald from McDonald's, yep, yeah from West. yeah she like uh, threw like a 17 inning no hitter or some crazy thing like that was yeah it? her and Jamie it went back to back I mean they both had really good I'm trying to think because I always argue with my dad about this I thought we played Billings West and lost and then played them again in the championship but my dad says we played Billings senior and lost I don't know. I yeah. don't remember. I thought I thought you lost to West. I thought so too. And then beat him. Yeah. But I wasn't. I, I was in Miles and City. And my so dad's adamant. It, and it was on a walk-off home run, and I was devastated. I'm like, because yeah. we thought we'd, you know, have a good chance at winning it, and then I was like, oh my god, it's going to be impossible to come back. But again, huge plays from from everybody. Just, it was there. Well, and that's one of the great strategy games too when you guys won that, because didn't you bunted a ton, right? And that team was a team that was used to just sitting there and watching McDonald's strike everybody out. Yeah. Yes, it, that's exactly what happened, and. I think that um, I got on base somehow, and Alex ended up hitting me in, and that's how we went up in the final game. And I remember just sitting in the outfield. I was playing right field at the time. I think Maria might have been in center. And I was so nervous because it was coming down to just this was going to be it, like this is the last at bat. I was so nervous, and it all ended up working out, obviously. It was crazy. So. Yeah, that was uh, – and did you guys have a hard time getting home, or did – because the floods, I can't remember. The no, we got straight home. We went and ate at Fuddruckers, I'm pretty sure. And then we went home, and it was just... Because you were in Billings, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was just a fun atmosphere. Um, obviously, a bus ride would have been a little bit different had we lost, but it was just so fun to get home. The coaches were excited. We were excited. And so it was a great day. Okay. Now, wasn't there... Didn't someone kind of step up and yell at you guys to... You guys were kind of down, and like, like it was over, and like you lost... Yeah. And didn't, I, when the, was it a player or somebody said, hey, we, we still got a chance? I think, and then I also think my dad poked his head in the dugout, him or Scott Pathhausen maybe, or Tim Bosch, and said, you know, get your heads out of your asses pretty much. Yeah, you guys can. Perk up. We, there's still ch a chance for this. And sure enough, that constructive criticism from <laughs> all of the parents, yeah. you know, word. So. Yeah, that was, I, that was one. I was so jealous of Bruce that he got to be at that and. He sent me to Miles City. Of course, he was the boss, so yeah, I, I went where he told me to go. <laughs> but uh, that was uh, it was pretty cool that you guys won. Yeah, and actually, some of the Central girls came down after they had lost out, came coming through Billings, and they yeah. were there, and that was really cool. Again, just friends being friends from yeah. different schools. So. Which I would have done that too, but uh, Anaconda kept winning. Oh yeah. And I had to write about yeah. <laughs> Anaconda that yeah. year, so which I was happy for them right. that they kept winning. But right. it's like I also want to go back to Billings, Billings and, and check Wash. that out. Yeah. But did you have it? Did you have offers to play softball in college? Um, to UGF, um, just all local schools. I think UGF might have been my only one. And then right after I signed um, for basketball at Tech, Mr. Bergman called me into his classroom and was like, "Hey," and I love her. Um, Lori from Rocky at the time wanted to look at me for volleyball, and I was like, "Oh well, competitive Tech for basketball, yeah. so that you know, sorry." And it all ended up working out great. I mean, I never wanted to leave here, really. Never do, still. And yeah. so um, just being able to live in the house with my friends and Alex, you 
all those memories are are well worth staying home so yeah but when you watch uh chloe play basketball or you watch self play Mm -hmm. is it tougher to watch them than it is to actually play it was when i was coaching them like they would drive me crazy because there was just things (laughs) that i would do so much differently especially chloe like she just didn't get excited about much and obviously my style was way different than that and like if there were big plays she'd get excited um but no she she i love watching chloe play she's like you said a phenomenal passer she can score she's a good leader and sophie um she was a little bit different to watch she just kind of seemed like she would just didn't have full control of her body (laughs) and so i'd get frustrated with that too and and that's kind of why i kind of left because you know I'd rather be a big sister than just get irritated watching her play and then her not listen to me and then we fight. And yeah. so, um, but, you know, I think Sophie, by far Sophie's the best softball player out of all of us, and so really? that worked out for her too. Yeah, she's she had such bad luck. Yes, she did. You know, she mm-hmm. had the injuries, the mono and Yeah, and all, all of that. it. But, yeah, we, we've all talked about that. Just She's just – and, like, it's hard to tell, I guess, like you said, with injuries and stuff like that, but just the way she played – like her, her playing in outfield, I think she's she was way better than me, and you know she stepped up to pitch and did different things. She could play shortstop. I hated playing infield. I mean, I was scared really? of grounders. So I didn't know <laughs> I do that. But yeah, no, I, I, it's paid off for her. Too. Is she faster than you? Because you uh, seem like you're pretty fast. Certainly now she is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know back then. Um, I would probably say no, but you know she she has longer legs. She's just yeah. But is it is it more instinct and, and and reading the ball, or is it speed that makes her better in the outfield? I think probably the way she reads the ball. I mean, I could read the ball pretty well, but she just gets good jumps on things, and she's smart usually. And, and I'm shooting her a compliment, so she better be listening yeah. to this because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> better, yeah. yeah. Oh. But so yeah. It'll be there forever now. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, now she can <laughs> you complimented it. your little sister. She said it as a ringtone, maybe. Gosh. 5518 Designs is your uptown Butte destination for all of your apparel and gift needs. 5518 offers their own line of in-house designed and locally produced apparel, celebrating what we love about Butte and our Montana lifestyle. You'll also find outdoor essentials such as Chaco sandals, Dakine backpacks and gear, and Kabu apparel and packs. Something for the whole family. Visit 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in the heart of historic Uptown Butte and online at shop5518.com. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Super Stops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh-brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save 5 cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandas, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandas can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Well, every, and everybody in the family was a good athlete. Everybody either went to college or could have went to college to play a sport. Yeah, I think everybody but Tucker. Tucker has his hip disease, so he probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. Um, Bailey, I think, could have. She let her temper oftentimes get the best of her. Alex went for volleyball, me basketball, Chloe basketball, cutter track. So softball, so, yeah. His cutter still, he's got to be the fastest in the, out of the 
of his own, though. Oh, out of all of us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he is so fast. There's a video circulating on... When he ran Chase Tucker? Yeah, Chase Tucker down the shore with Tucker. And Tucker was seriously thought, I think, that he would challenge him, and it was a joke. I thought Tucker was going to fall on his face. He he thought he was going to win? Yeah, he seriously did. Like, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Well, and the amazing thing about a cutter is the pictures I would take of him, he would be winning the 400, and his shoes were untied. Untied, I know. I wonder what he would do if he tied his shoes. I know. It's the perfect depiction of Cutter, though. He just doesn't <laughs> get excited about much, just goes out, does his own thing, gets his job done, and just nothing bothers yeah. him. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that first time I saw it. And it was every time. Yeah. There was one shoe at least untied. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's still like that. <laughs> but I'm sure his coaches are probably <laughs> straightening him out a little bit, I hope. Maybe so. the Gators of Velcro. Oh, they might, he might, honestly. <laughs> I've never seen his track shoes, so he yeah. might have. That's awesome. So, uh, was it two years ago you, you ran for the council commission? Yep, it'll be two years. Council commissioners? This, yeah, this Yeah, election, so it's like... So, yeah. So, what made you want to do that? I don't know. I just, you know, I think that there's something to be said if you want to see a change or you want to be the difference. Like, you can only rely on yourself for yeah. that to happen. And so, um, I love Butte, and I think that I just wanted to be more involved in a, in a bigger capacity than just me being me and going around yeah. and hanging out and so um yeah it's it's i look forward to it every single wednesday i've learned so much about the processes about butte you know just different things and so I, it's been a wonderful opportunity right. i had jp gallagher on here one of my first podcasts mm-hmm. and he said there's two things people in butte hate one is the status quo and another's change yeah yep. so you're, you're probably running true. that no matter what you do, you're, you're finding there's somebody really mad about yeah. it or something, right? Yeah, and, that, and it's, that's what's probably the most frustrating thing being, you know, one of the younger members on council is, and really we do have a really good council right now where people are willing to embrace change and, and you know, in order for us to grow, that's going to yeah. have to happen. And um, I guess the other big frustration is nothing and government moves quickly and <laughs> that is so frustrating because it's just like you want to see things get done but it takes forever and there's so many things and processes and rules and all this stuff but yeah it's a, it's a very um fulfilling experience yeah we saw that when they named the the stadium the baseball stadium three oh, legend stadium yeah. the, the the how long it took and then the people being mad about it and it's crazy i mean like you you go into it with the mindset that you're here to make a difference and every decision that you make you know that it affects you know everybody in butte and um i think that that weighs like there have been times where i've cried after council because i'm like gosh did i do the right thing like did i say the right thing yeah and stuff like that but i guess for me i know looking at all my decisions that it comes from a good and hopefully the right place and so um I guess all I want to see is for Butte to just be Butte and even yeah. better. So, and it's an interesting time for Butte too because there's there's issues that are really hard to control, like the housing prices going mm-hmm. up and that stuff that government's got to kind of take a look at because we want to we want to grow, but we want to still be Butte. Yeah, and I think that that is. I mean, they're doing a study right now with the housing, public housing, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're seeing more of that, and you know, it's hard. Because, like you said, you want to keep Butte, Butte, and we want to grow. But you want to be able to allow the citizens and the people that have called Butte home forever to be able to still call Butte yeah. home. And so we don't ever want to be a Bozeman. And I know people oftentimes think that's like, oh, the be-all. And yeah. that would be my last wish is to ever turn into Bozeman. Yeah, we never want to be Bozeman. So, Maybe Bozeman from 1985. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. like it is right yeah. now. And I do think we have great opportunities, our Uptown Master Plan, um, that starts to get implemented, and just different things. I mean, the rescue mission being torn down, that was that was a huge decision um, amongst everybody at council and for Uptop and a local business, local investors, local Butte people yeah. to, to be able to start investing in young people to be giving back to our community like that. I mean, I think we're heading in the right direction. That is a great thing that Uptop is gonna have there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was all for it. Um, you know, there was some back and forth about different processes and stuff like that. And I understand, um, that's one thing that I've really learned to counsel is there's always two sides to things. And, um, oftentimes I, before this wouldn't listen, you know, and I always would just be very set in my opinion and that my opinion is certainly not always correct. And so, um, that's really what I've been able to take away from this is to be able to sit back and even on a further level, like a, a state level and a, a national level, 
of politics. Like I have really been able to learn and grow because of yeah. being on the council. But yes, this Uptop thing, I think it'll be a wonderful opportunity for Butte and, and for Uptop. Now, did, was there a specific issue that you, that you wanted to attack when you ran or did you just want to overall want to be part of making things better? I think just overall, I mean, I live in a wonderful district. Um, I have great constituents, don't hear a whole bunch. Um, you know, I just think that being involved is a huge thing and obviously there are certain ways to go about it and I probably didn't have to run for commissioner to just be involved. Um, but I think that, you know, to just get some young perspective, younger perspective, that's absolutely no offense to anybody on council, um, some <laughs> younger perspective. You call him Brendan McDonough old? Huh? <laughs> um, just some younger perspective and, and different ideas in there. Um, but like I said, you know, we have a great council and I'm fortunate, honestly, to work with all of them and learn from all of them. So. Yeah, because you're this year will be your tenth reunion, your first yes. your first ten year reunion. Right? So you're yeah. what you're still in your what twenty seven? Still in my twenties. I'm twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. How about that for the quick math? Yeah. Was quick math, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you, but you're considerably younger than most of the people on mm -hmm. the commission. Yeah, Justin Fortune is um, probably twenty nine. He was a mm -hmm. senior when I was a sophomore. But yeah, um, definitely the the youngest. Um, but it's like I said it's it's been rewarding you know I love being able to turn to even leadership throughout the departments I mean if I ever have a question Danette Gleason is phenomenal in getting back to me Mark Neary you know it, it it's like um, I guess when you read social media and stuff like that it's like oh nobody in Butte ever wants to do anything uh, yeah. you know it's always negative but really most of my experiences have been nothing but positive and that's right. kudos to people honestly like Danette and Mark Neary who are so helpful. Are, are you on social media as much as you used to be? Doesn't, doesn't seem like you are. I think so, no. Um, I think that also came with counsel. I, I would be much more vocal and probably wouldn't share the most appropriate things or appropriate opinions. <laughs> and so I, I actually got in trouble. They used me, this is not funny, but they used me um, as an example of what not to do at Montana Tech um, because I got in trouble a few times on social media. But I guess anyway, right, Matt, that I can give back. I yeah. guess I'm giving back, so. Yeah, well, you were, I don't think, inappropriate. You were kind of, uh, you, you weren't going to be confused as a Republican. Oh, I'll on, never on, be Yeah, on your, uh, your post. So, no. you know, you kind of came from the. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> you, no, there was and I think I, I think I've agreed with every single one of your posts <laughs> over the years. Yeah. But I, is that what it was, just being outspoken? It wasn't really that I yet. I think outspoken and, like, things that I think are funny, probably other people don't <laughs> think are funny. And so. I think just sharing stuff like that, but yeah, still to this day, I mean, it is, I will never, I mean, my beliefs are my beliefs, and I understand that there's a lot of people that are different, and, and yeah. I, I've become better about being more accepting of that. I mean, even with my little brother, like, we definitely, Tucker, we don't see things eye to eye always really? on, I mean, he's living the Texas life now, and so. Uh-oh, um, is, he, is he saying y'all? Not yet, not yet, <laughs> but he always provides me with, you know, valuable insight, and he works in oil and gas and stuff like that, and so he, it's you been. You tend to be a little more conservative when oh, you're that. Oh, and he certainly yeah. is, and so it's, it's been um, interesting, but very rewarding to have him be able to sit down, and we can have, you know, productive conversations, which is obviously what we need yeah. more of everywhere, but. Yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, I grew up in Butte, and of course my dad, big Democrat union guy mm -hmm. and I never knew anybody really who disagreed until I, I went to Missoula to go to school which is almost ironic because Missoula is the most liberal, liberal. place yeah, in the yeah, world yeah. you know or you know way out there yeah. and uh, but I you know met some guys who came from out of state that were Republicans and had some great conversations that's back you know of course I wish Republicans were still Bob Dole yeah you know yep. but they're not it's anymore you know uh, yeah. but you know it's interesting you, when you talk to people in civilized manner. Of course, there are some times when we get a little oh, heated, yeah, but for sure. but for the most part, you could talk to people and still be friends. Nowadays, you, you know, if you disagree, you hate that guy. You right. know, everyone's Hitler yeah. or everyone, you know. Yeah, seriously. And I think that was also one of the benefits of going to Montana Tech. I mean, that's a huge engineering. You see yeah. a lot of local or small town, you know, conservative. Yeah, a lot of kids. belt buckles. Yes, coming yeah. <laughs> And really, I have um, one of my best friends from college is, is a Republican and so our conversations are always very interesting but we kind of both know that you know this is how it is and this is what we think yeah. and we're still gonna be friends you know it is what it is and I think that that kind of gets lost a little bit you know I don't always disagree with people you know standing up for what they believe in and you know not wanting to be associated with somebody who I guess is ignorant in the way ignorant by I mean by not knowing um, in the ways that you know somebody else would believe but I think it gets lost on us that really 
and I shouldn't even this. I can't believe I'm saying this, but politicians, you know, are politicians, and yeah. that's really all you can say about yeah. that. So. Yeah. Well, they just both sides politicians yep. let you down. Yeah. Oh, that's what they're <laughs> they're going to do. That's, and it's so frustrating because you, like me, I want to see change, and I, you know, I want the best for everybody. You know, I, I'm not a complete socialist, but I, I do believe that people are entitled to certain, you know, human rights and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but it's been a very learning, I guess you could say, experience, a good learning experience being on council and being able to be open to all, everything. Do you ever think of running for something bigger? I don't think so. Um, people ask me that all the time. I think you'd be great in the legislature. I, I, that's what people always say, but oh. I don't know. I think that I like where I'm at, and I like being able to you know see direct changes here and not that they don't in the legislature but you know to really see the value of what you're doing and the time you put in um, I think I like that more than probably doing anything bigger. The Uptop Clothing Company is a Butte-based business with big plans in Uptown Butte. Uptop also dresses champions around the state of Montana and beyond. You will find the Uptop logo on Butte High's football uniforms and Uptop is designing the uniforms for Butte High's inaugural baseball season in 2023. Order your college or team apparel today. If you want gear for the Bobcats, Grizzlies, Ordiggers, Bulldogs, or Saints, Uptop has what you want and so much more. Uptop also takes custom orders on team apparel and uniforms. Visit teamuptop.com today and save 15% off your first order. The Uptop Clothing Company. Enjoy the moment. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. It's the Diggers versus the Dogs Saturday at Alumni Coliseum. Montana Tech will take on Montana Western in a crucial Frontier Conference football game on the Bob Green Field. Before heading up to Alumni Coliseum for the 1 p.m. kickoff, Get ready to root on the ore diggers as Metal Sports Bar and Grill hosts another Kegs and Eggs event from 9 to 11 a.m. The lovely and talented Pam Green will be the special guest bartender along with her sidekick, the geriatric coach himself, Bob Green. Take advantage of their drink specials and breakfast items and play ore digger trivia with longtime Montana Tech play-by-play -play man Paul Panisco. Also check out some sweet digger merchandise from John Wick and Dig City. Then on Sunday, Metals opens at 11 a.m. so you can cheer on your favorite team with the Sunday ticket. Metal Sports Bar and Grill is located in the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. I, I see it in the legislature someday. I remember when John Reese retired, I told him he'd be on the school board within two years. He said, no, never doing yeah, anything sure like was, that. He's on the school board, now he's a mayor, mayor of Walkerville. You always got to be in the fight. Yeah. I, but I could see you being phenomenal at that oh well, thank you and uh of course you'd I, i'd be your campaign manager for you yeah because <laughs> okay, because we agree on a lot of on, on on the issues you know yeah. for, for the most part according to twitter oh yeah no and, probably anyway. for the most part yeah. yeah i mean i don't know about baseball though you're are you a yankees fan i'm a yankees fan yeah, yeah. Figured, we don't agree on that figured you ha did you have to be a yankees we fan? we kind of all grew up that way on both sides actually my mom's family are all yankees fans and well most all are all yankees fans and then Obviously, my dad's side are pretty much Yankees fans yeah. with occasional off. Kelsey's a Phillies fan. fan. I wonder how she handled last night's game. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, we had a little birthday party for Will last night, and he just turned 16. And so Kelsey wasn't there, but I was wanting to ask her, so I'll have to ask her. Well, she was home watching the game. I think she was out east working. No, yeah, she's so busy. Yeah. So she's got she's, so much going on there. Yeah, she is. She's doing a great job, though. Yeah, and what a great person to have for the AD down there. And then she had the... One of the best things she did, she brought the unified games, the halftime at the Tech yeah. game last year. Yeah, that was I got the, a ref that. Was yeah, awesome. that was the best atmosphere for that. Mm -hmm. As I get a referee this next week. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, gonna it's be fun. an incredible experience. When Kels asked me, I was like, sure, I, I don't really know what's going on, but sure, I'll do it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just to, to be able to see um, people interact in that way and 
just to see people get excited, you know, both the players and people in the stands and stuff. It was just a, it was a special thing to be a part of, and Kels just does a wonderful job about, you know, being very inclusive and considering everybody and taking in everybody's differences and, yeah. and, and not judging anybody for that. And, you know, she's just a really good person. There's so many, so many Thatchers like that too. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I, I've always con- compared the Thatchers to the Yerps, like um, Wyatt Earp, yeah. you know, cause it seems like, uh, one time when John had an issue, some guys jumped John Oh yeah. and, uh, I, I believe there was a posse that pretty much went around and took care of everybody oh, who jumped yeah. John. And Scary. it's so, uh, and, and, well, Tudo had the, one of the best lines, as he told me. We saw a lightning strike out Copper Mount Park when Central's playing softball there still. He said, uh, that's it, I'm out of here. He goes, I'm afraid of three things, Bigfoot, Lightning, and all five Thatcher brothers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think sometimes, I think back in the day, obviously, they're, they were a little bit crazy and probably assholes, honestly, but and <laughs> I, I have no shame in saying that. But yeah. I think now their park is a little bit bigger than their bite. Not to say that they wouldn't go to war for anybody yeah. or their family. If anyone wanted to, any of the five brothers wanted to fight me, I'd join the Witness Protection <laughs> <Yeah>. Agency. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that they have it in them really. Maybe my Uncle John, seriously, he's the oldest. Yeah. But I think he oh, yeah, John. John, he, he still says he's the toughest. And I, I'm, oh, I have no I'm never going to have never. Yeah. I'll always believe. Bo- Bobby, I think Bobby says he's toughest too, though. Yeah, I think they probably all do, but my dad has no shame that he's just like my uncle john is just so tough and i even like things he goes through like his toes like his he has different things with his legs and he's just so strong yeah. Just, yeah, the doctors crazy. tell him not to get off his feet and he's yeah, still he's at a basketball game and yeah. everything's fine yeah. and he's actually helping coach up at tech a little bit um jeff graham has him up there good. working and he's loving that and so that's been really good for him too. that's good yeah well i, I imagine your dad's going to agree that john's the toughest man alive because i believe I think you, he put your dad's head through a plate glass window when yeah. they were younger. When my dad, my <laughs> so. dad's dad, my grandpa, I never met him, obviously, he passed away when my dad was 12. And so Michael John really, I think, kind of took over trying yeah. to raise him and trying to lead them all in the right direction. So there's <laughs> certainly arguments and fights to be had there. But um, in, in our family, it's always up and down, whether somebody's talking or not talking. There's certain dysfunction, you know, like in every family, there's always dysfunction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that all of the brothers really know that they love each other and their sisters love each other. And, um, but I still think that probably most of them would be in agreement that my uncle John is the yeah. Well, you go to a gym and there'd be a Thatcher on each corner oh, of yeah. the gym. Watching. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, like, oh, I wonder what's going on which, today. Which that's, that's, if there, if there could possibly be a silver lining of your, of your sister passing though, that's one thing that is, is one, seeing yeah. how close they really were. And they still, they realized that. Yeah, and that was, you know, that was one of the things that I remember. I mean, when Alex passed away, it all kind of happened. Just you remember weird things and you don't remember things. And um, But when we got back, my Uncle John and my dad hadn't talked in, like, years. And when we got back, my Uncle John was the first one waiting for my dad to give him a hug. And so, you know, obviously that's when you realize there's so much more to life than stupid, petty bullshit. And so um, I think that that's a takeaway everybody can can learn and that's why even my siblings like I'll get so irritated with my siblings but I can't imagine like not yeah. talking to them for over a huge period of time and um, I think that that's you know everybody should take a look at that yeah so what, what is it uh, people look at you differently when they find out you're a Thatcher is there something because it seems like it would be um, cool fraternity to be part of being a Thatcher I don't know sometimes <laughs> you, you know people either hate you or you love you and that's with everything in life and that's fine um I think that there's a perception of the Thatchers that, you know, we can be assholes and we think we're tough and we think we're better. And, you know, I, I would emphasize that that is certainly not the case. I think that we, you know, just want the best for all of our family and we see the best in people. And, you know, like even Malcolm Mike, like he gets a lot of stuff around town for the position he holds at CCS and, and the work he does, but I don't think that there is a more giving person in Butte, no. and I don't think that there is somebody that wants to see other people succeed in the way that he does, and I wish that, I mean, obviously, you know, they say, oh, this stuff doesn't bother us, people talk about us all the time, blah, blah, blah. but, you know, I think it, my Uncle Mike, you know, it'd be good for him to hear just how, you know, great of a person yeah. he is, and he would never say, oh, I know, I'm a, I'm a great one hat or something like that, but. Oh, he tell you he's the worst. Yeah, he athlete, was, whatever, you know. Worst athlete, yeah. biggest asshole. Yeah. You know, but no, I think that I wish people would see more of the good 
side of all of them, I think. Yeah. But I, they also created a poor perception growing up, <laughs> I think, <laughs> that they're living with a little bit. But no, I, I'm grateful, certainly, to be to be from that family and to have the cousins and the aunts and uncles. And even on my mom's side, you know, um, the fr- Franciscos are fairly well known over in Anaconda. Yeah. And, you know, I just... W- me and my siblings are very fortunate to, to be a part of both families. Yeah, I remember your grandpa watching you sitting at this at the oh, yeah. press table watching you play. It's his yeah. birthday today, actually. Is it? But yeah, yeah, that was a huge a huge thing for us. I mean, it's my mom's birthday. How about that? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think it was a special thing for me, Chloe, and Sophie for my papa to be able to come to you know some big games. Um, obviously, time goes fast and you know he get he's getting older and life's changing and and stuff like that so those are those are moments that we'll cling to for sure yeah and one of the things uh, that says a lot about the thatchers to me is if you say coach thatcher it leaves it open <laughs> to so many people uh, i mean there's a million coach thatchers in town because and, and they're not doing it most of them uh, danny's probably the only one that's paid to be that, coach that year yeah. <laughs> you know but sure, uh and he's a great coach of course yeah. we're yes, still a little mad at him about that 19 uh championship I game know. down there was it how, did you cheer for danny or absolutely did, not yeah no i did not cheer for danny <laughs> yeah i said good luck to him and that was about it yeah you shouldn't have said that because i know right yeah, yeah. i know but no he does a fantastic job and i think the whole coaching thing is just everybody you know wanting kids to be involved in the community and Really, I mean, the youth is our future, and I guess that that's what we—that's been, you know, engraved no. into me. And um, I think that that's why everybody's so hands-on. And again, we don't always approach things in the correct way by any means, but I think that well-intentioned and just want to see the best for well, at least the yeah. youth in view. Well, that and they have, you know, I played for Chunk, and it's I learned lessons playing for Chunk that I've all, I'll always have. And I've talked to so many people about John Thatcher. And how they, how great of a success that their life has been because of they played yeah. because they played for John Thatcher. Of course, Ray J is probably the number one guy who says that the most. But, oh yeah, but but they they've the Thatchers have made a difference. They made a, you know, they made the place better. Yeah, and I think that that's always our goal. And, and again, that was embedded on, on both sides of my family. But um, you don't you leave a place better than you found it. Whether you're in the locker room, whether you're in in Butte, if you're at the Casey for a beer, you know, yeah. you always try to leave the place better than you found it. And I think that that's important to carry with you through every aspect of life. Yeah, which is why you should be running for a state <laughs> legislature. Yeah, I don't know about Maybe that. Gov- Governor Thatcher. Oh, God, that'd be insane. Gosh, I don't know. I feel like some of my social media posts would probably creep back, <laughs> go me, back and, and find, find me in the ass. So yeah. probably, probably wouldn't be a good idea. Well, I, I, think, uh, I think we're moving away from that. All you got to do is we've learned over the last six years yeah. you just double down on it yeah and, and you do you <laughs> don't you apologize know, just you double down yep i did it and sorry <laughs> i know it, it's crazy just how things shift over the course of no. administrations and just time it's it's insane but i don't know if i'd ever put myself out there to, yeah. <laughs> to be running for something big like that yeah so what, you got a four-year term so you're you get to run two more years two more years and then um you know, I, I love it. I haven't missed a meeting. Well, like I've missed, I guess, a few committee meetings, so the ones that happened before your council meetings. Yeah. But I haven't missed a council meeting yet. My own, my plan is to only miss one. I'm in a wedding in Turks and Caicos, so I planned around wow. it so I could only miss one and not two. Um, but, yeah, that I love it. And I think that if you sign yourself up for something like this and, and you are elected, then you need to put your best foot forward and you need to be there and you need to be representing the people that – elected you and so that's what i'm trying to do yeah it's uh, as i said it's interesting times i'm glad we have you on there yeah i, I know i love it it's, it's it is very interesting um different issues that arise that's what's been crazy like things that i would never imagine yeah. come to council or come to the people that you don't have to make the decisions i'm like this is insane to me like what do we why are do we have to have a hand in this and stuff like that but then there are other things like oh wow this is really cool that you know we get to be a part of this and so it's just an opportunity to look at um, in a way that is great, I guess. I mean, you you benefit or I benefit in the sense that I learn so much and then you see the benefit in the community and then you see setbacks in the community and how, how can we adjust things, how can we work on things. And so it's just very rewarding. Yeah. I, it, I've never, uh, of course, I was always in the media, so you, you can't really run 
for it, you know. Yeah. But I always thought what it would be like to do it. And then I thought, man, there's just so much to know. So much, you know. You, you learn on the job, though. <laughs> I, I would stand by that. because Even now, like, I have to, like, call other commissioners or, I'll, like, again, I'll call Mark Neary or Danette and say, hey, you know, what do I do here? Or yeah. I meet Joyce, like, can you help me on this? And so that's what's so cool. Um, you know, I think that sometimes it's perceived that, the branches don't always get along or you know we're not working cohesively and not that the, it's a hundred percent cohesive all the time by any means um, but I think that you know for the most part it, it's a it, people work pretty good together and, and they're willing to help at least in my experience yeah. everybody's been willing to help me so awesome so that there you are just like in uh, some basketball pass the ball pass, pass get, the ball get yeah. help make see things the reward yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly all right. sure. Hattie, Hattie, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you you're, you're not going to, you're the first of the Thatchers to come on this, but you, you can't be the last. Because I, I really do think we have to have a book put together about all the stories of the Thatcher brothers. I would be um, both terrified and very intrigued to read it. Because <laughs> well, I'm sure there's certainly stories that I have not heard that I don't know if I want to hear, but it'd be interesting for sure. They would definitely sell a book. Oh, I think they definitely would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. well, thanks, Hattie. And you can come back on next, when you announce you're running for uh, state legislature. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. Thanks <laughs> All right. for having me.